welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, I am excited for today's video. Today we're going to react to Bailey, new Etsy YouTuber, uh, but not new to Etsy. We're going to react to her video on how she makes $45,000 a month selling PNGs on Etsy. So let's get right to it. All right, guys, before we hit play, quick reminder, make sure to subscribe to Bailey's channel if you enjoy her content, all right? I'm gonna link to that first link in the description. Hopefully in the future, I can have her on as a guest for an interview. If that, if you guys actually want me to, let me know in the comments. All right, I'm gonna full screen. I'm gonna hit play. I'm gonna increase the speed. And I remember from the last reaction video we did that I need to put in headphones. Otherwise, it makes the audio echo. So apologies for that last video. All right, let's get to it. Over $45,000 each month on one digital product shop on Etsy. And I believe that one of the ways to make your shop successful is by studying other top sellers. And in this video, I'm going to show you step by step how no more I echo, right? choose profitable categories and niches to sell in, how I create the products, how to list them, and how I continue to build my audience on Etsy for future sales. It is important for you to incorporate all of the steps in this video as skipping over any of them. All right, I did 1.5x speed. Please forgive me if you don't like to listen to your videos sped up. I only ever listen to 2x speed, so it's like, I don't know. I can't do anything less than 2, really. I mean, even 1.5 feels slow, but um, again, her video is linked to in the description. If you don't like it sped up, just go watch her video. I'm going to do some commentary as we go, though, so I don't want this video to go on for like 30 minutes. All right, let's get back to it. Only lead to creating listings that just never sell. The first step is to start with proper product and niche research. And while there are free ways to do this on Etsy, I highly suggest using a research tool as this will save you tons of time. And I like making decisions based on data and information only. So today, I'll yes, guys, it's so much easier to make sales if you're selling what people are actually looking to buy, right? And that's another way of saying in this case, because we're selling online, we're selling on Etsy. What do people type into the Etsy search bar with the intent of purchasing? If you sell products like that, you have such a higher likelihood of making sales, regardless of if it's PNGs, uh, tumblers, print on demand, whatever, than if you just guess or sell what you want to sell, right? Because you're comfortable with that niche. All right. So ultimately figure, you have to figure out what your goal is and then reverse engineer it. But if your goal is to make money, uh, I completely agree with what Bailey just said, you know, use the data that's available and sell to what, you know, people want to buy be using a Google Chrome extension called Everbee and it is already installed in my browser and I'm just going to pretend that this was over a year ago and I didn't know what type of product or in what type of category I was going to sell in. What I would do is I would go over to my extension and click on the tab called keyword research and begin typing in various broad digital product search terms in order to see what type of results that I can find with a high search volume and theoretically low amount of competition. So if you, this is for anyone who basically has no idea what type of digital product that they are going to create. So some general terms would be something like printable. And what it's going to do is pull up the volume right here is the search volume each month, the amount of competition, and then it gives you a keyword score. So for the term alone printable, there is a search volume of 5,200 with over 5 million of competition leading to a keyword score of zero essentially. So um, what you're looking for is this number to be high and this number to be low. Right. So you want high volume, high search volume, lots of people searching for it. 
and low competition. Of course, depending on what you're selling, it's and, and it's the internet era, right? Like literally bots scrape these websites and can figure out like what the high competition or high high search volume, low competition products are. It's never going to be a best kept secret for long because, you know, oftentimes these products are low barrier of entry and then sellers like everybody watching this video go and, you know, go and enter that niche. Could also use words like template. This will give you pages and pages of information here. And the same works if you were using a tool like eRank, you would type in the most broad uh, search term that you can and go from there. So another one, if you wanted to get a little bit more specific, if you were interested in creating Canva templates, you would type in Canva template. If you're looking at creating things like SVGs, I would type in SVGs and start from there to narrow down the types of products that are people are actively searching for with hopefully a low amount of competition. But yes, guys, starting with Everbee, and using their keyword research tool is a great place to get initial insights into what you're trying to sell or like what search terms are related to the primary term associated with what you want to sell. Like she's showing you, you can type in SVG and then you see search terms with high volume related to the term SVG. But I was going to say, guys, like if you're not using Everbee already, go to her video. I'll link it at the top of the description. Use her link, all right, so that she gets credit because she's a smaller YouTuber, 4,000 subscribers. Granted, if she's making 45K a month selling PNGs, does she really need your affiliate credit? No, I'm just kidding. Seriously, use her link, all right? This is her video. We're just reacting. If you already know what to create or what you're interested in creating, then I would just go ahead and start for there. So for this, I'm going to go ahead and use my store as the example. So I'm going to go ahead and type in sublimation Tumblr design. And these are the results that I see. So once again, and this is just due to the current uh, situation, these didn't used to be have this much competition, especially when I started out see last See what I'm year. saying? It changes with time. By the way, the more keywords you search for, the more refined the results, the more valuable the results, right? If you're typing in one high level keyword, it's not really gonna help that much. So you are going to look for ones that have a specific type of style or design attached to them if this is something that you are interested in creating for. And also just a little side note, this is where I see a lot of beginners go wrong. They think that they can just create any and every type of digital product and create a digital product store that sells everything to everyone. And I highly recommend against doing this because this rarely works because you're just creating an endless line of products instead of creating for a specific group of people who will come back over and over again. So you are constantly worried about finding new customers and new types of products to create for instead of just choosing your audience or who you want to sell to first and then creating products around them. So this is why I say uh, choosing a niche does become especially important and using myself once again as an, as an example, um, I sell sublimation designs to crafters and small business owners and the crafters and small business owners usually make physical items to sell. My niche is very broad because it requires all types of designs and styles. Just to give you a few types of examples of some popular Etsy niches that can be uh, pretty popular and uh, high performing. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up Etsy here um, and just go ahead and- How about that? She showed her shop, right? <laughs> Everybody else hides their shops. She goes out there and says, nope, this is me, I'm killing it. Here's my shop, that's pretty cool. But the wedding, because they will need things like checklists, invitations, even tumblers here. All types of different products uh, can be found within the wedding niche. You could go into something like the card niche and this will encompass things like birthday cards, invitations, shower cards, thank you cards, Christmas cards. This is- Cards do really well on Zazzle as well. Zazzle makes it real easy to customize. So if you do enter the card niche, make sure you cross post them on any other platform that's gonna help you get in front of more customers. You already did the work. You might as well make as much money as you can. Another niche, which is similar to mine because you can create in all types or one specific product. 
Another one would be like pet digital products, pet portrait. And I know this is more of a customized digital product, but it's something that does very well on Etsy. And the pet niche is very something that always is trending. Once I have chosen the type of product category that I'm going to sell in, I do just like to validate it based on um, the amount of sales and revenue that they're bringing in. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to create something that is not already proven to make money. What I'm looking for essentially is a high amount of search, which are these right here. So that validates that there is a high search for it. And then I'm going to go ahead and validate it um, as far as the revenue. So um, what I like to do on this first page is click on all filters, click on star seller and click apply. And then I'm going to go ahead and replace this star seller with best seller as this is the currently the only way to bring you guys see that she went into the URL replaced where it says is underscore star seller and she replaced the star seller portion with best underscore seller. So is underscore best underscore seller to get the best sellers in search right in front of her. That is a good hack worth writing down. If you need to rewind and maybe slow it down, uh, go ahead and do that. But it is definitely worth um, remembering that little tip there. Up the best sellers, and then that is going to pull up all of the tumblers that are sublimation tumbler designs that uh, currently have a bestseller badge and filter them that way. So it looks like only 4,000 results uh, with ads, so probably way less than that. And uh, here's one of mine, here's one of mine, here's one of mine, away from anything copyright trademarked like this person is doing, and you kind of get the point. So this is going to give me a good idea of what the best sellers in the type of product category that I am looking at are selling for. Pretty sure she had the rank, like the organic rank one there <laughs> on some pretty valuable keywords. So well done. So then I'll go ahead and move over to the left and click on product analytics. And then how I like to sort this by is by monthly revenue. So I'll go ahead and hit this arrow right here. And that is going to bring up the revenue. The one thing with um, Everbee that I will mention is that it only pulls in the original sale or the original price, not any sales that the shop might be running, which I can pretty much guarantee you all of these do not sell for $30, $33. So this number does need to be taken down quite a bit by whatever the sale or whatever the actual price is. So this right. Just... So if they're listing a product at 30 bucks, but they're constantly running a 50% off sale and bringing the price down to 15 bucks everybody's going to mark it as the sole or going to calculate it as if it had sold at 30 bucks. So that's what she's saying. Give you a roundabout figure of how much each of these listings are make. And then the next thing that I like to look at if I was starting a new shop is checking out the shop age for the top performers to make sure that it is not something or shops that have been around for 10 years. And that's why they have the type of sales that they're showing. But the next one for this bundle is only 15 months. So a little over a year. But once again, check the real number on this for whatever percentage of sale that they have off. But you'll see all of these are one to two year mark. Right here is a six month old shop. Here's only a three month old shop. So these are really good numbers to look at when you are deciding if it's the type of product category that you want to sell in move on to the next step which is to actually create and design the products that you Quick, like again like i'm just kind of oh, this is great this video that she put out there is so valuable um she was just saying like if you see really successful um shops and and products that are new like relatively new obviously that can represent a good opportunity um rather than just saying like yeah go sell you know bachelorette party shirts and you know there's some listing from five years ago that's sold you know a quarter million dollars or something it's like well yeah but over five years quarter you know it's like you find some new stuff and jump into those opportunities because it might be representative of you know if you see the trend like the search volume it may be on the upswing and we may not know the true potential yet 
are going to be selling. So what software you choose to use is totally up to you and should probably be dependent on what you are most comfortable with creating in and probably what your uh, product is uh, basically used for. For example, if you're creating Canva templates, you probably should be creating them in Canva. Uh, if you're creating t-shirt designs, I would highly recommend Kittle because that is what the platform is built for. If you're creating Tumblr designs or sublimation designs, both Canva and Kittle is what I would recommend. For this example, I'm going to go ahead and use Kittle and Midjourney since I'll be creating the design for a Tumblr wrap. The first step that I would do is to actually find a, it was a new store. This is all theoretic um, since right now I don't currently do this in my own shop, but if I were a new sublimation Tumblr design store, I would typically find a low competition keyword within the sublimation design Tumblr category to create for. And you can do this either by using a tool like E-Rank or Everbee if you wanted to dig through all of those keywords right here to finally find one. But what I'm looking for is a specific type of Tumblr design that I can create with a low competition. And this is why I don't, I love everything about Everbee besides their little uh, keyword tool. So I'm actually gonna hop over to my other favorite tool, which is E-Rank and show you an easier See, way. I like how she keeps it real too, you know what I mean? Uh, she's showing you her exact process here. Um, this is awesome, like what a great video and it's getting a ton of views. So, I mean, she's being rewarded for the effort she put into this video. Also shout out to her editor who also did a great job. You can type in Tumblr and this is just in the keyword search toolbar up here and this is why i like rank because it's very easy to find something with low competition just by looking at the numbers and it pulls in everything related to tumblr wrap so as i've said before in other videos i basically look for something green across the board meaning it has high search high clicks high click-through rate and then a low competition so that means sorry that i'm blocking some of these metrics but i'm looking over there at the left hand side and you guys can see right now from where i paused it like the further down you scroll the more um, niches, like they're actually, you're, and this is just based on search volume. You're, you're seeing the actual like specific sub niche of the, of the Tumblr app. Like you see Dallas Cowboys, obviously stay away from those Harley Davidson, stay away. Then you see some like supernatural Tumblr app. Okay. There's your opportunity. Beach Tumblr app, another great opportunity, fall Tumblr app, etc. So this is awesome. Green. If you are a new store, if you're not, then ignore this part and feel free to go after something higher. But already right here, I see that the best one to go after with the highest search with the lowest competition. I think what I'm going to go ahead and do is go after this one called the cat tumbler wrap, just because it's something that I planned a little bit out for. Um, and now that I want to create a cat tumbler wrap. So um, the next step is I would hop over to my discord app and I did a little bit of research before and I wanted to make this little cat thing. So I wanted them to be kind of like little monsters, but I also wanted them to be Halloween themed. Imagine, enter, and enter in this prompt, which was large and small polka dots in several colors, cat monsters. Aspect ratio is going to be 2000 by 1775. And I just find that this one works best for me uh, when creating different types of Tumblr designs. And these are the results that it gave me. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go after this one just because they kind of look like a mashup between cats and owls. And it's something that's pretty cute and something I haven't seen, which I'm gonna go ahead and hop back over to Etsy and just explain a little bit more about when you are creating. By the way, not to be annoying, but it is a reaction video. I do have to react at some points. Just show or just remind you guys, if you use my designs, you can use their dream AI and do all of that in the my designs app, then move them straight into my designs listings. And you could do up to, depending on what plan you have, you can do up to 120 at a time, get all your, you know, use the Fraser AI, use the AI to optimize your title, your tags, um, do all your mockups, including video mockups, and then push to Etsy, 
Um, actually, I don't know if they support the video for digital products yet, but I think that's coming if it's not already out. But either way, I'm just saying you can do this all in my designs much more efficiently than what she's showing. And it's not like this is a bad video because you, you can do it more efficiently in my designs. This is an incredible video. I'm not trying to critique it at all. I was just letting you guys know since you're watching my reaction video that like I would be doing it all in my designs personally a design or a product especially if you are in a competitive niche like tumblr designs the rule of thumb that i say like my designs has the tumblr templates already built sorry okay i'm not going to stop for a while is that if you're going to try to compete your design either needs to be better it needs to be as good or better because you are choosing to compete with shops that have 24,000 reviews 10,000 14,000 we have hundreds of thousands of sales so if your design is not as good or better and you're not competing on price then there's pretty much you that's the only way to stand out in something as competitive as this so that is why you are looking for keywords that have a lower amount of competition because hopefully you can start to see momentum and build up traction by going after these lower competition keyword sales. So I'm gonna type in cat tumbler wrap and kind of just see what the options are out there. It looks like there's definitely AI ones. This is a copyright and it's meaning construction. So I have some neon ones. This one is mine, it's just like a little cat collage. You have cartoon ones, here's a Halloween one, some 3D embroideries and like more celestial mythical type ones, the many cat ones showing up that I do. But as far as the results, I'm not seeing anything similar to what I just created, which means I'll go ahead and do it. So I'm gonna go ahead and upscale number three, and I'm gonna go ahead and save this image. I'm gonna go over to my AI image and upscale this image. You will need to upscale most AI generated images just because they are created quite small. And in order for them not to lose any quality, you'll need to use some type of AI image upscaler. There are many free ones out there. This is just a paid one that I like because it is installed. And then- So she's using the Topaz AI. Um, just worth mentioning again, I know I'm going to come back to my designs here one last time. You can move them from dream AI straight into listings from listings. You can move them. Well, number one, I would vectorize them. Right. And then once they're vectorized and this is all done in bulk, you can do it up to 120 at a time. Then you can place them at the right dimensions. They already have the templates for the dimensions for the tumblers built in. So you can do this all like much faster, streamlined, et cetera. Not that her process isn't incredible. I mean, she sold way more of these than I have. Trust me, I've tried. Um, I'm just letting you guys know it can be done more efficiently. That's all. And you can save, well, I don't know if you can save money, but like paying for mid-journey, paying for Topaz AI, um, those, you know, costs do add up. But I know my designs also, you know, you have to pay for, but yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. Once that is upscaled, I'm going to go ahead and add this in Kittle. So I'm just creating a new project. And then I'm going to go ahead and change the size to a Tumblr wrap a 20 ounce skinny tumbler wrap, which is 9.3 by 8.2 inches. Click create. And then I'm gonna go ahead and upload my cats and then go ahead and drag it into here. Most of the time I probably would remove the background off of this, but I think it looks cute. So I'm gonna go ahead and leave it. And then normally what I would do at this point is I will add whatever text. So say this needed to say something, this is where I would add in any type of text or quote or additional images. So for this one, I want to add in some bats just because I want to make it more Halloween. So I'm gonna just add in a few little bats. I think I'm going to go ahead and leave it like that. So the next step would be... And you guys saw, remember when she was in E-Rank, fall sublimation tumbler was trending. She made it pretty fall themey to me. So, I mean, that's awesome. And again, it's just like a mid-journey prompt. I just published a couple days ago a mid-journey tutorial for beginners. Hopefully you guys caught that. If not, I'll link to it in the description. It is an incredibly powerful tool. And I put together even a Google Doc with the need to know in one place. So you just kind of bookmark the Google Doc, watch the video, everything's there. And next thing you know, hopefully you'll be selling some uh, Tumblr right, designs. And download this as a PNG. This is already at 300 DPI, 9.3 by 8.2. And then I just go ahead and click 
download as a PNG. So the next step would be to mock this up. So what I am currently using to mock up everything is a tool called Bulk Mockup because I usually create 20 to 30 designs at a time and I don't have time to sit there and mock up 20 different designs. And as so. a quick reminder, I did do a tutorial on Bulk Mockup in the past as well, but with my designs, guys, it's so much easier. You know what I mean? And they've got the they've already got the mockups built out for us too. If you use bulk mockup, you still need to make the mockup templates first. So I just wanted to note that as well. Honestly, how about we skip through this? We don't need to go, you know, and if you do want to watch her video, please watch her video, subscribe to her channel, um, show her some love, right? Um, I'm going to skip the, the mockup portion and let's get to the last segment, promoting your products a rather detailed process on creating a digital product listing. So I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next step, which is to promote your products. Many new shops think that they can just go ahead and list their products, and while that may work if you are in an extremely low competition niche or category and see results, it is highly unlikely that you can just post and expect sales in the beginning, especially in a competitive category like the Tumblr design. At least one social media account where your audience hangs out or is most likely to, whether that will be TikTok or Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook groups using me as the example. Uh, many sublimation uh, crafters uh, are in Facebook groups on Facebook, so that is why I chose to create a Facebook group as well as TikTok, and I don't dedicate much time to it, but there are a lot of sublimation crafters that are on TikTok as well. And as so a quick reminder, just plugging my make.com video from a few weeks ago, you can actually automate your Etsy shop's social media presence regardless of what you sell, whether it's print-on-demand or you know Tumblr <laughs> sublimation PNG designs. Uh, that video I can also link for you in the description. When I say automate, I mean automate. Like you set it up and then you don't have to touch it. It just runs itself. Every time your listings renew, it'll post to whatever social media platforms you connect. You can do Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. So that is why I highly recommend you start something uh, wherever your audience will be and start posting your products. You don't have to be creating any type of detailed content around it. Simply posting pictures or the mock-ups of your designs is content enough as that's what I do um, within my Facebook group. I only post pictures of new designs and on TikTok, sometimes I will either make a new design um, and show the process of making it, but that is a little bit more detailed as far as content creation. I then also sent out periodic emails to my list with any new designs as well as new sales or new products. Uh, and that is why I continue to, or how I'm able to continue to market to my external customers for free because I've once again built those Facebook groups and email lists so that I'm not entirely worrying on Etsy traffic while um, in the beginning, that's something that you won't be able to rely on. So if you can just dedicate any bit of time or extra effort to your own audience growing outside of Etsy, it will be beneficial in the end. So there are many ways to grow your email list, but you can start by adding your opt-in link with a free design or free digital product on that social media account that you've created and offer them something free to join your Facebook group or your Instagram or TikTok or your email list um, to get them on that list. So yeah, guys, it's a really good point. Again, if you're planning on building a social media following, that's easier said than done. But even if you do that, just remember social media, they make their money off of monetizing people's time and attention. If your goal is to <laughs> take people off of those platforms, well, guess what? They can algorithmically suppress your posts and the content you share that contain outbound links. If you don't think they do stuff like that, uh, they do, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, why would they, why would they give you all of this organic traction and visibility and hurt themselves? doesn't make sense. But like Bailey saying, you kind of dangle a carrot in front of your target audience, which also this advice is really good if you are in a specific like niche. In this case, she can be in different niches, but the products she's selling remain the same. The product niche is these Tumblr sublimation designs. And as long as you stay kind of in one lane, 
the approach she's talking about can make a lot of sense. I would actually recommend it. Also, you do things like use Alora's email automation and remarket to your previous customers. Bring them back. You know what I mean? You can increase the lifetime value of those customers, even on Etsy. This is stuff you'd have to do if you're on Shopify, but if you're on Etsy, you wouldn't even think about doing it. It can be automated. These communications can be automated with Alora. The next step is just to repeat the process. It is crucial that you study your audience and the types of designs that are currently selling and trending and then just repeat that process with continued products and styles. In many of the design-based categories like SVGs, sublimation designs, t-shirt designs, fonts, things like that, they are highly seasonal so always be looking at whatever the next major holiday is as that will be something that will be soon trending and you want to be ahead of the game so I usually say anywhere in between two to three months ahead of that particular season or holiday is when you should be creating for that. So for me right now I'm already creating fall and Halloween designs specifically because I know that that is a big seller in our particular category. Hopefully you enjoyed this video and if you are looking for a list of different types of digital products that you can create then... Yeah guys, she has an email list. She sends out like freebies and whatnot. Definitely check out her channel. Check out her email list. Um, if you like this video, let her know. Don't let me know. Uh, I thought this was really valuable content. Uh, it's crazy. The free content available on YouTube these days it just gets better and better. Uh, and I mean, again, this isn't somebody who's hiding their shop. She actually showed us her shop. We know she's the real deal. So shout out to Bailey. Thank you for putting this video together. Guys, first link in the description as a reminder, show her some love. Thank you for watching. Let me know if you have any other videos that I should react to in the future. I hope that my commentary wasn't too annoying. I know it sucks having someone hit pause uh, when you know she's got her flow going, but like that's part of the deal if you want to react. So I had to do that. And hopefully no echo because I had the headphones in. I remembered this time, so that's good. All right, guys, thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, all the good stuff, and I'll see you tomorrow with a new video. Thank you.